Welcome to The Bounce Off, a podcast where two friends discuss film, in this case television, with a sprinkling of pop culture, ping-ponging between topics and tangents. I'm your host, Clyde, and joining me is the homie, Dan. Say hi to the void, Dan. Hello, howdy. How's Hello. everyone? Hello, void. How are you doing? We are, we are <laughs> in fact, not dead. We are, or if we, if we were, in fact, dead, we've arisen. We are, we are back. Mm. And this is just our variant speaking, actually. <laughs> um, <laughs> in, in, in true bounce off fashion, we are late to the party yet again. <laughs> you, you could say the bounce off has bounced back. Um, we should just, yeah. be, we just call, call, call it the rebound. We're going to change the name to whatever ball pun I can think of that day. Hmm. Exactly. Welcome, to, welcome to the dribble. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't like that. That This is too sloppy. (laughs) That one don't work too well. Sorry, I'm trying to minimize the zoom so you're 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 in the. Oh, I can't minimize when I'm recording. Oh, it's trash. Anyway, (laughs) so uh, we are here again talking about Loki this time. Mm -hmm. Continuing with our discussion of MCU shows, which I'm not even sure if we talked about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We didn't. We completely skipped over that one. Look, um, straight, look, straight from one division to Loki. Look, <laughs> the internet kind of forgot that show existed the second Loki started, so it's fine. No one's going to be mm. like, man, you, you, you forgot about US Agent. Like, yeah, so did you. <laughs> That's not my problem. If one person asks us to do it, we'll do it. Oh, yeah. yeah. If not, that's it. That's all it takes. One person. <laughs> it's like one of those memes where it's like one one like and I'll talk about fucking in the Winter Soldier. <laughs> See no more. I'm on it, fam. All right. Well, look, yeah. that's that's my challenge to whoever the hell ends up watching this. If you want us to talk about it, we'll talk about it. If you just if you just breathe Anthony Mackie's name, we'll do it. Then Dan can tell us how much he doesn't like Anthony Mackie for an hour. <laughs> Where did you get where did you get this from? I, I, I remember you saying you didn't like it. But well, there's something about Anthony Mackie that just doesn't enthuse you as much. Mm. It was you. <laughs> it was either you or I, I have a friend who just doesn't like Anthony Mackie. Look, he had he, He's okay. <laughs> there it is. Uh, uh, all right, we're gonna we're gonna put a stop on this. That's uh, our Captain, that's our Captain America you're talking about. You can't badmouth that. <laughs> Uh, Captain He's, Propaganda. <laughs> seen that weird ass <laughs> helmet strap thing he has on his head that leads the oh, goggles. The suit was so bad. Oh, I like the rest. I, of okay, the suit. we got to <laughs> okay, we got to move on. Yeah, I mean, this is going to just become the Falcon Winter Soldier podcast. <laughs> we'll talk about we'll talk about Loki next week, guys. Sorry. Right. <laughs> okay, so let's get into it. So Loki stars Tom Hiddleston uh, reprising his role as Loki, the god of mis the god of mischief and turning into snakes to bite people once and then never again. Um, mm. o- Owen Wilson as uh, Agent Mobius with the amazing, amazing wig that he has. Uh, Sophia Martino as Sylvie. Is it DiMartino? Did I, did I get that right? Yes, DiMartino as Sylvie. Uh, Gugu Mbatha-Ra as Ravona Renslayer. Uh, Jonathan Majors as, spoiler alert, uh, He Who Remains or Kang, if you want to call spoiler it alert for everything this is this is basically a spoiler cast we get into it but yeah we, we're we, gonna just give our thoughts this is not hmm, this is the bounce off okay 
was the bounce off, off motherfucker? Where do you think you are? If you, if you, if you don't want to hear spoilers, <laughs> that should be like one of those like 2004 like pirated music like like producer tags. <laughs> bounce off, motherfucker! <laughs> Spoiling your shit. Um. Anyway, we can you can call him Kang if you want. He doesn't. So we know we're not sure. You know, you know how the MCU is. They kind of add that little peppering of mystique. twang a little twang of mystique where they he he, he drops it like hang. oh they call me a, they, they've, they've called me a conqueror before and then you're like oh he said it he did it and look if in um quantumania he ends up call his variant calls himself kang then but then again it makes sense if he doesn't call himself kang because not every variant has the same name but or, i think this i nah. think the one in airman is gonna be kang the conqueror i feel like that's how they announced it no okay I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, know. this is insider information. You didn't hear it here, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Greatest tagline. Bounce off. You definitely did not hear it from here first. <laughs> Welcome to the bounce off. Take, take all of our takes with a with a giant granule of salt. Not a pinch. Um, anyway, and then we also have Winmu Msaku as Hunter B15, uh, who also starred in Lovecraft Country with Jonathan Majors. So we got mm-hmm. a lot of love Lovecraft alumni. Yeah. Um I'm like yeah. halfway through it. It's pretty good. Um once again late to the party. Interesting. That's how I roll. I've seen I've seen it all. I I, I will not speak to it. All right. Once we're done, maybe 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 content. Maybe content. Maybe content. Maybe, maybe content. Maybe. Well, it goes in the maybe pile. Okay, so let's uh, recount the plot for those of you that forgot about this show that's not even been out for a month. Uh, following the blunder in, in Avengers Endgame that caused Avengers 2012-era Loki to steal the Tesseract and escape, he is apprehended by the Time Variance Authority and subsequently recruited by Agent, Agent Mobius to help hunt down a dangerous criminal that threatens the sacred timeline. Ooh. As it so happens, the criminal is a version or variant of Loki himself. Cue mystery, intrigue, and shenanigans. Love shenanigans. <laughs> we love shenanigans when the world's at stake. <laughs> that's, the, that's the best kind oh, of yeah. shenanigan. Where it's like, hey man, I, I think uh, I think the, the timeline's in danger. Yeah, let, let's go and tell people in front of a, <laughs> an active volcano that they're going to die. <laughs> let's just go and do that. That sounds like fun to me. That was that was great. That was honestly one of the best parts. That was the best part. But yeah, yeah, but yeah, that's the, that's the overall plot. I'm not saying I didn't add the the spoiler shit in there because, of course, we'll we'll get we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that soon. Mm-hmm. So overall, overall thoughts first. What did you what did you think about the third mm. mainline MCU show? Because fuck Agents of it's... Shield. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't recognize that. <laughs> Who? Never heard of him. <laughs> um, this show has heard of him actually. Um, yeah, this this is whew, uneven. Still, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. We still don't have a solid, like, great Marvel TV show yet. Mm-hmm. And I don't know when we're gonna get there. At this point, they've all been a bit. Mm, they're almost they there still... and then they kind of hold back on something and then it kind of affects it a little bit. Yeah, the key difference on this one is that I liked the last episode, which is mm-hmm. in stark contrast to the other shows. Um I hated the last episode. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Or not um, hate him. You know, just disappointed. Bit it. Just very mediocre, like last time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but whereas this show, I feel like it started, I liked the first episode, and then mm. it kind of fell a bit flat as it went on. Um, it, it just felt like the plot wasn't being pushed in an interesting way for a while, like the middle middle chunk of the series. Mm-hmm. Um, I did like the dynamics between Loki and Sylvie, mm-hmm. but it just, it's, it, I, I'm trying to think, you know, what is the overall purpose of this show <laughs> in a weird way where like sometimes you, you know, they, they put out a series and it's because, okay, you want to be a fan of the character or like, it's cool. Like, like, what's going on and it feels like they were just really setting up the timeline shit and i feel like loki as a character ended up being secondary yep. in a weird way 100 percent, i felt that to like the actual purpose of the series that it didn't even though the series is just called loki it's <laughs> um <laughs> it was high key not about loki if i had to oh, uh, oh regret oh, saying that shit. <laughs> Uh, yeah it was just a bit hmm it just felt like his character was a bit rushed in terms of progression um things didn't make a lot of sense um but also at the same time the the place was cool like the setting was cool but then sometimes it wasn't because it would just you know, vary a lot. I don't know. Um, I just, yeah, I still have a bit of mixed feelings about this series, but I feel like last episode was fantastic for like just what it, what it set up. And, but that doesn't mean, you know, you need both. You need the actual meat of the show to be yeah. good. It shouldn't be, just it shouldn't be a set up at the end. Yeah. 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 <laughs> where like the most interesting thing that happens is the end part about this, this, you know, villain, that it's going to pop up later, you know? I mean, he did pop up and was really good in the episode, but still not, hmm. Uh, You know, it didn't really make the rest of the series retroactively better. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Anyways, that's my thoughts. I'm mixed on it, essentially. Yeah. Are Are you mixed on the positive end or mixed on the negative end? Mixed on the positive end. Like overall, I, you enjoyed it. I yeah, I didn't hate it. Mm-hmm. I didn't dislike it. Mm-hmm. But I also think again, a lot, a big chunk of it won't be super memorable, or like wasn't like making a statement or like leaving me with yeah, it wasn't. It just wasn't. It didn't leave a huge impact outside of like the last and I reckon first episode, but, but in between. Ooh, yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about you, Clyde? How do you think? go? What do I think? I'm definitely <clears throat> the same in terms of I am. I'm on the mixed side, mixed feelings about mm. it, but definitely still enjoyed it for what yeah. it was. In terms of, I do get where you're coming from. In terms of, some things kind of just seem to happen mostly for. Look, look, look you, could, you could argue any show is a setup for the end of the show like you start breaking back going okay what's gonna happen 
Yeah. What are, what are the steps until, you know, the big what the fuck ending? But at the same time, you need to also have things in the middle. You need character relationships. You just have motivation. There should be action. There should be fun. There should mm. be, you know, interesting things to watch. And it did vary from episode to episode in terms of what I found fun and engaging and what I kind of found is just okay like the episode on the crashing moon I think I've heard some people cite as one of the worst ones because unlike the last episode where there's you can argue a lot of talking like there's mostly talking that episode but that was fun Hmm. The, the dialogue was cool the concepts being brought forward were cool the implication of said ending was really cool it had your mind thinking and the episode where Loki and Sylvie have like a long conversation it felt like I didn't feel like I learned much I don't think Sylvie exactly Sylvie wasn't giving off much of her character and also I haven't I'm slowly going through the MCU by slowly I mean I only just got to Thor and I still haven't even gone 50 minutes into it so I no, remember really is an accurate word. I, I'd stick with that. Class. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to marathon this. <laughs> Loki as a character, kind mm. of, people said he went through like 12 movies worth of development in like, how many episodes was it? Eight, nine, whatever, whichever, the, whichever it was. But Are he, we talking about Loki or movies? Sorry, I mean both. Loki in the MCU kind of, uh, sorry, Loki in this show kind of, marathoned his character development he got like Mm. and also i feel like on some level he doesn't seem like the same one from avengers he was ruthless he he um yeah he was like making these threats that sounded downright disturbing in avengers and then he seems kind of like like ragnarok loki kind of yes when you when you first meet him in the beginning of this a cheat code essentially or like the writers took a shortcut there by like playing him the you know his whole life and or after avengers to be like okay here's here's all these trigger points in your life and then this is going to change you but this it's hard for me to buy into that that's all like and also that just seeing that seeing something play out from an outside perspective versus living it is different and so that's why it just felt like Hmm. I don't don't know. It's just, yeah, it felt felt a bit cheap. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And also, Um, doesn't it feel kind of wrong that he went through all this development without Thor? Because his whole hmm. character has been, him and Thor's, like, I guess, developments have been intertwined up until, basically up until he died, where it's mostly, I want to be a good person, but there's something inside me that's just, just... Something inside me just doesn't ever want to fully commit to that. So whether or not it's a fear of like, you know, truly, you know, showing someone yourself or like true vulnerability or something like that. So then he kind of defaults to kind of just backstabbing everyone because also partially expectations, you're the god of mischief. You know, like that whole thing where someone grows up a problem child, so they assume everything they do is wrong. So they kind of like fit that mold and go, hey you already said I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a piece of shit, so I'm going to just act like a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. That's what seemed like his his whole character is. And it feels like to have that resolved without Thor in the mix seems wrong. Is he going to show up in, in like <clears throat> something else, mainline MCU movie? 
and be fully formed and Thor is like wait I thought you were dead he's like oh no I was off doing spin-offs and now I'm a good person now is it gonna be like Fast and the Furious where he's gonna just show up and just be part of the squad now it's it does family. a lot of <laughs> family, family. um anyway yeah there's a lot of implications of his development in this show that I'm curious to see where that's gonna go in terms of his dynamic with all the mainline MCU people like mm. they're gonna be like hey remember that time you straight up like told natasha you're gonna cave someone's skull in <laughs> when you're inside that cage because you were just being vile and he's like oh no i'm different now what happened oh i got kicked in the balls like a thousand times i've learned my lesson <laughs> i'm good so it's mostly mm. stuff like that character wise that i feel like might be a bit of a challenge to incorporate into the mainline movies because it just doesn't if you I feel like some of these things, some of these shows could have ended up being a movie and that would have worked a bit better. Like as a show, you think we should have more time to be with the character. But as you said, we're not really with Loki that much. Now, look, the fact that it shifts focus onto Sylvie means the show is still about Loki. It's a Loki. <laughs> yeah. So you can you can take that loophole it's out and all... go, hey, it's still about Loki, just not Tom Hiddleston Loki. But yeah, they... yeah, I liked how they finally made the logo make sense after the horrendous debut. What is like all these different like characters? Why no, no, but no, it wasn't even like I think it was just like yeah, just the static image of like all these different letters, mm-hmm. and I, I had no idea what the show was about until I started watching it. And, yeah, yeah, it the, the logo just makes <laughs> it sense. made sense. Yeah, yeah. but like, it yeah, it does. overall, <laughs> the show as fun as it is it falls into that same sort of MCU or overall superhero problem of bringing forth really interesting questions and arcs and situations, but never fully committing to them for one reason or another. Cause you know, some reasons are corporate. Sometimes you yeah. can't really go full contemplative because things like this especially with action movies especially ones that are part of a franchise and bring characters back and change their hierarchy within the franchise um also to uh, what you call it to cite fast and furious again spoilers for fast and furious jason statham kills han and everyone believes he killed han we believe he killed han but then slowly he becomes friends with everyone he's all buddy buddy and no one's trying to fucking rip his throat out because he killed he literally killed family but then they kind of put him in the family let him in the family yeah same thing with loki he laid siege to new york almost got it nuked had like an army like killing you know we didn't see many people die but let's just say people died just because we didn't see Mm. actual collateral damage doesn't mean that wasn't what happened he did all this terrible shit multiple times over in multiple movies i still haven't seen dark world so i can't do what i did there but in general being a piece of shit and now i feel like at the end of this they want us to think he's now a sympathetic character and we should we should um we should root for him Mm. which on some level hey it worked but at the same time when you think about it for a second and go this guy wasn't just like a villain who was misled and misunderstood and ultimately deep down he's good. This is more like a person who did terrible things and probably doesn't deserve the forgiveness you're giving him, but you're also telling us that he does because he watches life 
flash before his eyes on the screen and die and he's like oh i don't want to i don't want to die like that i want to not be be alone <laughs> but at the same time you're like hey dude you you killed colson you literally killed colson and that enough should be like a hmm, no fuck that and that's the that's the one thing i want to see where they go with that are they going to go with anti-hero loki where he's trying his best to kind of show everyone that he's changed but they're like hey that we're, we don't we don't we trust like, we don't we don't trust the yeah. word you say I think that's exactly what's going to happen. It's going to happen, but I feel like they're going to also end up making him kind of a hero, which is the worry. Mm. Of, that's the worry of a villain having their own show. You try to make them seem like the hero of their story, but like in an objective sense of they are the good guy in the story. Not not that what they what not what they're doing. They think is good. They are actually good. I'm just yeah. Mm. I think. I'm going too much into the philosophical implications of this, but and also it's a movie about a gal. It's a, it's a it's a show about a gal giant green horns who has a, a variant who's an alligator. So at the same time, we really shouldn't be paying too much attention to this much shit. But it makes for good yeah. content. So fuck you, <laughs> Clyde. Please, <laughs> who are you defending yourself from? <laughs> somebody, I'm defending myself from somebody. Someone's there, but. Overall, once again, liked it. It fell into the same problems where, you know, you want us to enjoy it for something being fun, but then you also put forward really kind of dark questions mm. and then don't fully commit. So now I'm here going between this is mindless fun and no, it's not mindless fun because they put mindful stuff in it. Therefore, I should think about it. And when I do think about it, things kind of fall apart. It's like Tenet. That's <laughs> Oof, yeah I'm, I'm like but yeah this is my this is starting to be my issue that, and a pattern that i'm seeing with these mcu tv shows is that they just don't commit they it's like they yeah like you said they put in stuff with thought you know a thing they bring up interesting topics but they'll never actually deliver on it it's it's always just set up for something else and that's where like the little corporate like uh we or like the whole idea of the mcu is like it's always about what's coming up next what's coming up next what's coming up next and you never get to actually be in the present in the moment and be like oh that was cool this whole thing it's itself like just this single thing was great as a whole instead of having to always think okay this is what's going to happen here and this is how this character ties in and it's yeah it's starting to really feel hollow um and I don't, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't, I don't like how that's starting to feel like, and it's, yeah, it's particularly happening in the TV series. I don't know. We'll see how the you know, phase four pans out. I still, it's, it has promise. A bit it of has, faith. It has some promise there. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, but it, it feels like the the TV series itself. I don't really have too much faith in, even though like I still, it's, yeah, it's sometimes I think, could I be spending my time better? <laughs> watching these these shows but it's like you're in too deep you're part of it right. now yeah, you've invested it. so much time um oof. yeah 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 i think mm. my investment in mcu has more to do with the movie going experience than it is with the cat with the with the, the movies i have more fun getting a gang together and going to see a movie and having fun with the movie and having a you know talking mm. shit about it after and that's kind of it. It's not like, I don't feel like it's meant to, not that it's not meant to be discussed or exist outside of 
cinema walls, but it feels like that's where it thrives and that's where it gets most of its energy from. And outside mm. of that, if you really ask somebody, hey, objectively, is this like if I guess the problem you always ask yourself the question of um even okay, without all of the baggage of prior movies helping it does a certain project stand on its own? Which is why I think mm. people tend to gravitate towards like Thor Ragnarok or The Winter Soldier or um oh, Yeah, that's the good that's that's good. Or Doctor Strange Black Panther. or something like that. Black Panther, something like that. Uh... Where something seems fun on its own even without the external shit. And or or you end up in in um I guess territory like Civil War, where that's based mostly on what's happened before and what's gonna happen after. Or like um even um even um Infinity War. I think that works on its own. I liked it I on its it, own. I know I think I think Infinity War is like probably the one of the best examples of you know the the system working of yes. uh yes, set up and delivering an interesting and plot. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. Like but it just feels like they're just failing on the shows, like <laughs> for, for delivering on all that. I don't know. That's yeah. how that's how I'm feeling. A lot of yeah. the core, oh, you can you can kind of you can begin to smell a lot of the corporate stuff bleeding in and going mm, okay, which is weird. Like they make more risks comic wise than they do movie wise. Like a lot of like for instance, remember the whole thing about Loki being non-binary. But that ultimately was just a thing you'd notice if you freeze. I don't even remember that. There was a thing in the trailer where they showed his file, and on the file it went under um, gender or something unknown. And then they're like, "Okay, cool. Loki in the comics okay. is has no real gender." But mm. but the problem with me with that is in the movies, he does. Yeah, they've just, already just because established of that. one one little print out of paper that doesn't change what happened before and and it just seems like a cool easter egg than an actual part of look at identity because i'll, that, argue, that, I'll that, argue yeah that, i was gonna say that's the problem though with like um with mcu is that like if they want to address, address anything like that they actually it all it will be is an amount to is an easter egg it yep. will it's like, an odd they never actually like commit to anything um <laughs> I guess they like, committed to him being um bi, but like that's still still throw a still, line. still always feels like it. a bit Yeah, like yeah, it was just a discussion. It was there was no example of a relationship. Um <laughs> That's why the meme of how Loki, how Loki fucked a horse once began became a thing. Oh I think I, I think that was I think that's not aware of this meme. I think that was yeah, they they were like, hey, we're talking about how he's bi and stuff. He fucked a horse. <laughs> That's how wild Loki. He's like the dean from Community. You can't you can't pinpoint exactly what is what. It just is what is. Mm. But anyway, yeah, we. I like the finale for this more than the last two, because it felt like 100%. whereas I felt like One Division rushed through a lot of lore to get to the fighting, and um, Falcon Winter Soldier was like a I think it was a happy medium between establishing some shit and them and kind of thing but ultimately it's still kind of eh because that speech was god so 
if that show oh my god maybe we do need to discuss it <laughs> we do we a do bone to pick you got a bone to um, pick <laughs> um but yeah yeah and like yeah with one division it just felt like a rush it, honestly it felt like it didn't have they didn't have a finale in mind or something i don't know that's what it felt like they had they had the initial they had a setup but yeah i think the best part of that finale best part of that finale lasted like a minute is when vision was talking to himself and he did the whole um ship of um theseus thing that was it Hmm. That that was the only like really interesting sort of contemplative moment in that and then they kind of they kind of literally shooed white vision away and he that's weird that he got his, yeah. he, he he kind of became himself again, and the first thing he does is abandon his wife and just. Dip. But this is the, we're just rehashing the old podcast. <laughs> anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, for this one, I liked, oh I liked the, the there was so much talking in the last episode, but it was it was good. Jonathan He's, Majors, oh my was god, Jonathan Majors, so much energy. He was bringing um, so good. Uh, did somebody call it like millennial? sort of gen z like erratic like sort of like adhd like hey this 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 okay cool you sit there and talk let me talk about the multiverse for like half an hour and it's going to be amazing and they're like okay cool we'll do that yeah and it was it was this i i felt like the finale it could have been anyone behind that elevator when it opened it could have just opened up and it's like just a decapitated head of thanos and like and an actual timekeeper standing there and going, I am he who remains, because that's actually a character in the comics who's like a shriveled up old man at the end of time mm. kind of thing. So they kind of like, in true MCU fashion, they kind of put together a bunch of elements to create something else, like how Sylvie took the name from a different character and and she's also Loki, which is a different thing that happened i'm not going to go into it I've, i haven't read the cons- comics but i've seen i've done my research just to see what the mm. origins are and but yeah it could have been anyone behind that elevator and i'm so so happy it was jonathan majors and i'm so happy with just the energy he brought to it especially because from the, the, the from the two things i've seen him in um uh the, the five the five bloods which we did a few episodes back mm. check it out and um <laughs> At Lovecraft Country, where he plays a bit more of a kind of torture, tortured soul kind of thing. He's not very loud in either of those, but in this, he is like jumping on tails and jumping on chairs and zipping. I know he has such good screen presence. He's having so much. I can tell he's having fun. He took over the set. Yeah, like my favorite (laughs) performances ever are just the ones where I can tell someone's having fun, like Mm. whatever problems i have with deadpool as a franchise as, as, a, as a concept i can at least tell ryan reynolds is having fun in that suit or um um denise and i saw knives out the other night like um daniel craig's southern accent <laughs> is fucking horrendous it's terrible when you think of it that way but at the same time he's having so much fun just playing this you know gentleman sleuth detective that you're like I, you, can't, you can't help so but good. just love it just for the yeah. energy of it, which is why i think robert downey jr like <laughs> why we clung on to him is just that one I guess constant thing you could count on in the MCU because he was just charismatic as shit and having so much fun and just being I guess a lot of fun to watch 
And yeah. that for me carries things a lot more sometimes than if the story is amazing or anything like that. Because you can argue the story mm. of Loki isn't the strongest thing in the world, but oh, you can, you can, <laughs> you can, you can. You okay, can well, I mean, I mean, the, I mean, the, the, I'm 100 percent agree. agree the, with that the, argument. The that is not the strongest thing in the world. <laughs> yeah, like, but just watching him have so much fun just explaining and talking about things, like you can also tell he hasn't had people in there for a very, very, very long time. He's like, oh shit there's two people they're kind of the same person mm. i'm gonna just talk their ears off and then also at the end like hey do you want to kind of take over <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah uh, and the, the crazy thing is is i think that's the only time we're gonna get that character that's it oh yeah we're, we're gonna get a different he's gonna be completely different next time it's not gonna be the same he's gonna come back as same guy else. yeah so true mcu should give us those like five minutes and just just leave it it's gone but that's also cool that's cool that is cool i mean i'm I'm really into that um yeah that that was awesome i'm keen to to see them give him so many different characters to play around with and see what happens with each of those kind of things Mm. Mm. i'm curious to know what did you think of sylvie's character um Mm -hmm. she was a a major element Mm -hmm. of the show i feel like the uh it's weird that they went from the reveal that oh my god not only is it a loki it is a she loki like <laughs> yeah. you know, and then she went through the, and then she 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 suffers from that thing that happens in video games where you fight a boss and they seem like the most badass thing their damage is like in final fantasy terms just like max nine thousand nine hundred mm-hmm. nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine damage when they sneeze at you and they're st- and they seem like bro. If they're on my team, I'd win every fight. No, no questions asked. And then the second you actually get them in your party, they're kind of just eh. They've been nerfed yeah. to death. Yeah, I think the idea of Sylvie, at least at the beginning, doesn't seem to translate to what she is when you actually meet her. Like, for instance, if we're gonna like talk about the myth of a character and their payoff, Thanos was everyone's like, holy shit. This guy's like going around calling planets in half and just wreaking havoc. And then when you meet him, that's exactly what he does. He just mm-hmm. whooped the Hulk's ass with no problems. He just like boom, 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 bam. Just combobulates, smack him in the face. And then he's just, he, he beat the Hulk so bad he went into hiding and didn't come out ever again until like Bruce had to do some weird sign shit. And um, at least the myth of Thanos in terms of people talking about him and what you see him actually doing, it lines up. It lines up. Like okay. if if they're like, "Hey, this guy is big as shit, and he will beat up anyone." He shows up. He's mm. beat, he beats up everyone. Like he just <laughs> he just right hooked Black Panther. And he just knocked him the fuck out. And like, uh, what's the word? Killed Loki. Beat up the Hulk. Um, the part where he's like digging um, Stormbreaker into like Thor's. Ha- um, armor and it's like cutting through it like butter that makes sense but with them, in terms of Sylvie I feel like when they're talking about her in the beginning she had a lot of moments where she seems like this cold-blooded calculated killer and she always says like five steps ahead and then her plan kind of just gets foiled by Loki just stumbling into it and just kind of following it through a door and she gets to the elevator and he's like hey you should do that wait what and then it just falls apart like mm. it just swiftly kill him and then go back in the elevator and do what she's, she's been like planning for 10 years if you were planning something for 10 years 
she didn't seem to fight too hard to, <laughs> to make sure that yeah, she was, uh, she like, yeah that's, like that's a good point <laughs> yeah like i like the idea of her and i don't know it felt like they built her up to be something else which makes sense because you could argue they hadn't met her before their plan went to shit but it just kind of you go oh that's this is the person she doesn't seem that threatening she kind of just seems like anyone could take her like any basic um hunter seemed to have a chance of just beating her up so character and also character wise it's one of those things once again a bit of a missed opportunity she's been growing up jumping from um Apocalypse to apocalypse. Apocalypse to apocalypse. That that makes you seem like a hardened fucking killer. Like I could argue, vibe that Valkyrie gave off felt more like she's gone from apocalypse to apocalypse than Sylvie. Sylvie seems chill. She dyed her hair blonde. Mm. She got haircuts. (laughs) She's good. She doesn't seem to have that hard a time jumping from apocalypse to apocalypse, getting hunted. She stole that tempad off like Ravona when she was a kid. No problems. Just boom. Hmm. Press the button. Dips. And you're like, well, that doesn't seem like it was that much of a struggle for her. So, and when she finally talks to Loki, it's weird that we jump from meeting her to dissecting her character the next episode, but not really in like a way that makes sense. She seems like very quick to trust him and also not quick to trust him and also lets her guard down around him very quickly for a person who apparently has been doing this for 10 years. She's not. She doesn't seem yeah. as guarded as she should be. If that's what they're going for, I I only think it's like like they could just be like, oh, it's because the both Loki's is is the the reasoning her guard would get let yeah, uh, would drop quicker. Yeah, but, but still, then hmm. but yeah, Loki's you know known for betrayal and everything like that, and I don't know. Uh, for that reason alone, just, you shouldn't trust a Loki. So <laughs> it just felt like. Both of them didn't have too much, like anything really interesting to offer throughout the series. Not at all. Um, in terms of like any like internal conflict they were dealing with or anything, like it just I, I was never on the edge of my seat to be like, oh, what's going to happen with them? Will they? Won't they? Uh, like, <laughs> I mean, it's also <laughs> weird. It's also weird. It's weird. They're the same person, um, but they're variants. If any, I don't know, but like, I guess, I don't know, it's not a real thing. Um, Like, variants aren't a thing. Um, So, who knows? I I don't know. (laughs) If any character would fall in love with themselves, you know who damn well that is. The king of the the wet hair flip, Loki. (laughs) Every two seconds, he did the flick. And the flick, and the flick, and he like stood there with his feet like wide in those slacks that are too tight for him, and he just kind of does the flick and looks up. And well, they played to they played to his strengths. They're like, "Hey, Tom, the ladies love it when you flick your hair." And he's like, "I'll bet, <laughs> I'll do it every chance I get." I'll give you, I'll give you ten flicks per episode. <laughs> that's in that's in his contract, Loki. Like, Tom, you've got to do a, a like a bunch of flicks, or it's not even going to work out. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of yeah. the, like, I was thinking of like the that moment where he's like, he's like with the hair flick, he looks up. They're on, they're on the, the the crashing moon, and then a building falls over. And what does what does Loki do? He stops it with his mind and just puts it back. Like he just either somehow has the power of the time stone, or he just always could just 
reverse things. I don't understand. I don't get that part. That at all. Like again, it's like the Loki's supposed to be a demigod and really like overpowered and everything like that, or like really powerful. And then can't they can't mess with the timekeepers? I get that like their powers were gone, but even then, like the, it's just oh, it just feels like nothing is consistent. <laughs> Not at all. It's weird. Like yeah, this is the thing that's been happening for a bit, and it it, I think it sometimes affects the enjoyment of something. Like um, I'll, I'll keep I'll keep citing Fast and Furious because that God damn it I will. I will talk about that franchise till I die. Um, <laughs> they at least made it consistent that no one in this movie can die. They made it consistent that Vin Diesel can do whatever the fuck he wants in any given situation and survive. He can like, curb stomp the ceiling off a building <laughs> and it'll go down. Or he can throw the rock through a pillar and he'll be like, ah, I'm good. So, But the problem with this is if you take up all this time explaining people's powers and then you just kind of also give them a power in and like it's a very soft magic system but they don't really commit to it being a soft magic system because they also try to explain the magic itself mm. that kind of makes moments like that go from wow that's so cool to wait i thought your powers were limited to concealing your knives <laughs> um what else shape-shifting into something mm. And for me, that felt like that's all he ever really could do. Because now, so, like at least Sylvie, they also said her power is to like um control people. Like, you know, um, Scarlet Witch did when she showed up in Civil War kind of thing. Yeah. But then he sometimes throws green energy at people and they fall over. And I'm like, when did you start throwing projectiles? That's different. Okay, cool. Then he stops the building mm-hmm. from falling over. He never did that. That's, that could have saved your ass a billion times. But I guess no, the the variant Loki, that the old man comes in and creates uh, what's it called? Asgard. Replica Asgard. <laughs> Just because he's like, let's do it. I can do this. Yeah, it's stuff like that where, like, with his, I can at least understand. They did explain his. They at least went, oh, I'm really good at conjuring shit. Like, I am deadly good at conjuring shit. So it makes sense that he could conjure up a whole Asgard and like do that. But with um. Tom Hiddleston Loki, they seem to just kind of they gave him a skill set and then they did everything in their power to just undercut it and go, oh no, he can do yeah. this as well. He can do this as well. And they also, I think they want us to go, he's a god, so why can't he? Or he could do it in the comics, but also if you didn't explain that he could do it in the movies, in my mind, he can't do it in the movies. Yeah. See what I mean? Like I, at least I just feel like they didn't they <laughs> didn't do a good job of establishing what the rules are yep that's they, it they didn't yeah. they, they go i think the logic they might have went with is we didn't establish the rules therefore we can bend them and we're just like mm, no true. you didn't establish the rules therefore you should try and establish the rules again <laughs> so <laughs> this shit doesn't happen because it begins to, no, 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 no. who has begins, the time it begins to, to beg the question if you can stop a whole building can you stop bullets can you stop like a spear being chucked at you? Can you stop like if someone swings a sword at you, just stop the sword in midair and make the person stay there and then kill him yourself? This opens up too many, too many plot points. Just from doing this, could he just dodge roll out of the way? <laughs> could he just leave? <laughs> <laughs> Classic. 
Clyde is doing too too much thinking. God this is it. not what they wanted you to. They they did not want you to focus on this. I promise you. Well, they did not want shade. you to think about this. Here I am focusing on it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's oh stuff like God. that. That kind of um that happens a lot, especially in superhero things, where like let's say a person gets thrown off a building and they survive. And then the person gets punched in the face once. Then they get knocked out and you're like, wait a minute. So you're telling me the power of gravity and concrete <laughs> has nothing on this one person's punch? Sure, mate. That's, that makes perfect sense to me. Mm. All right. We seem to be harping on about things we did not like. <laughs> so we should, talk about, <laughs> we should definitely talk about things we do like before we kind of <laughs> fall into that hole of like, I like this, but here's a billion things I hated about it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, as we mentioned before, I did like the fact that Sylvie used the um, apocalypses to hide. I think that was a really cool idea, and mm. and I'm glad that that's one of the that's something that Loki figured out because he's a Loki, and that's kind of how a Loki would think. It's like, hey, if that I was go a to, fun plot. yeah, like yeah. if I go to a timeline that's destined to to die anyway, anything I do won't matter. Like I could show up and tell everyone they're going to die. It won't change the fact they're going to die. I mean, even though there are butterfly effect things that would change the fact i think i remember someone mentioning <clears throat> they went to um God, what's the place to the, vol- the volcano uh why do i i'm wrong i'm pompeii pompeii okay i was about to say mount vesuvius but that's not it it's pompeii is that because is that because of tenet <laughs> um i don't know oh okay. well, yeah because <laughs> someone's, someone's like um i forget who it was if you go to if you go to Pompeii and tell everyone they're gonna die and they believe you for some reason, or it changes where they end up getting covered by the ash, that would have implications going for hundreds of years as to well, this person didn't die where they're supposed to, or maybe they didn't die at all, and that's gonna change a lot of things. But look, we're gonna go with the soft the rule that they at least okay they I think they they try their best to establish the rule that if you try and change something in a um. In an ending timeline, nothing is gonna. We're not gonna get any spikes yeah. of energy, except, except. I think that's fine. Except for a Loki kissing another Loki, that's that's fucked up. That's that's yeah, what that's fine. Like that's, that's nasty. Fuck you. Okay, well, you're, <laughs> you're under arrest. But yeah, um, I did like that. That was a really cool, I guess, cool concept that they brought up. Which I wonder if they'll bring back. But I don't know. Probably not. Probably not. Maybe. But it was cool. I like it. It's one of those things where I'm like, this is this is why I watch it like this because stuff like this happens and it's just really fun to think about and go, well, that's a cool idea. I think, I think yeah. I think that. yeah. Yeah, it's a cool scenario to play out for sure. Mm, yeah. Um I'd say what else did I enjoy? <laughs> I I really did like the um the setting of like uh, the space station the little time keepers time space station. station. I thought I thought the vibe was cool. Like it had like a kind of seventies space vibe. Like mm-hmm. looks very um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it was just it was cool. That's why I wrote, part of why I like the first episode a lot is that it just yeah it had these like old school space vibe like not what we would think space would look like today but what we would think space would look like in the 60s or what tv yeah. would look like yeah would think um space would look like yeah all, it was, all the tech is very old, old school and stuff like that yeah it was cool although it was done that the, the soldiers just had a baton that's why they're supposed to how are you going to keep time with just <laughs> just a <laughs> stick <laughs> 
Yeah, it seems like they should have had like a gun that just shot the same energy, and that would have made more sense because you could do it from afar. But yeah, you're you, you gonna have to no. get up and up close and personal with this shit all the time in the world, and you still couldn't figure that out. <laughs> the simplest solutions are the best sometimes. Okay, you got to bring in them batons. Mm. Yeah, I like um, I like the. And also, you could like look outside and see, like I think, flying cars, some shit. There's a lot of stuff going on outside. Whenever you look at it and go, I wonder what's happening over there. Yeah, yeah. I liked Miss Minutes as well, um, as a weird cartoon character. That's a real thing, but I don't know. It was just cool. It was just like, it felt really weird, um, and I liked how it, that character ended up being a bit sinister towards very the sinister. end. Like, and, yeah, yeah. Miss Jump Scare Minutes. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't uh, even think it was a jump scare. I didn't know anyone thought it was one until I went online. And yeah, who who thought it was a jump scare? I I think people talking about how mean. when she showed up at the last episode, when she goes, "Hey, y'all!" It's like everyone's like, "Oh, what the fuck?" I think it's more of the look on her face was kind of just disheveled and kind of creepy. That's pretty much yeah. what it was. Yeah, well, she she had a good off off putting vibe. Very um, off putting. She seemed like she always yeah. knew way more than she was giving off. Hmm. Which I liked. I like that. That she was like working for um, he uh, he who remains. He who remains. He who remains. <laughs> I'll call you Kang. Kang is easier. <laughs> he who remains. Who are you? W R. It's not fun. It's like who are you, Prince? <laughs> we just <laughs> you gotta give yourself these weird ass names. Yeah. Um. Speaking of that, that side of that, yeah. Like, <laughs> I think this was the more. I think one of the best looking MCU shows because it's, it's stylized to the point. That it's almost like oh, what's the word? It just looks really cool. Like mm. the co- like the concept art for this probably looks fucking fantastic. I'm not gonna lie, I'll have I'll try I'll try to look look for that later because it's so it's so different. It's it's very it looks very otherworldly, which makes sense because they are outside of time. So it makes sense it would look kind of odd. But there's things that are wow that looks very earth inspired. Then like oh that's very you know. I don't know. There's just lots of inspiration, like inspiration that went into the design that I just thought looked really cool. And each episode had a very different feel to it in terms of aesthetic. Whereas, like the first one was based only in the TVA, and then the other one was like on that crashing moon, which I didn't honestly. I didn't think it looked that good, but in terms of like an idea of how the colors and stuff that did look nice mm. to me. I think it's mostly like yeah. some of the green screen might have failed a bit. <laughs> That's probably where some of the yeah at times happened. at times yeah for sure. But yeah, I, then, I, I see what you mean. Like it, it was a nice color palette for sure. Yeah, <laughs> very different. Um, what's it called? Places they visited. It's not like Falcon and the Winter Soldier where you can argue they were kind of in the same place a lot of the time. Most although of the time. they did go to a shopping mall in in or <laughs> in, oh, in yeah. twenty fifty or whatever multiple times, and it just <laughs> looks like a normal like a normal shopping mall in like two thousand and sixteen, and you're like, okay, I guess nothing changes. I guess I don't I don't know if if we flash back thirty years ago, would they look quite different? I don't know. They look I the guess. same. You've got they a shop. No, they they look at that. No, they, the tiles would definitely be different. Uh, <laughs> You know, wood is really in right now. Wood and dark gray tiles. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of like the aesthetic, it's very. It gave me a very B grade, almost like Doctor Who kind of vibe a lot of the time, and that was. I think that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
I understand what you're saying, even as someone who hasn't seen Doctor Who. Oh, I've already yeah. seen like two episodes, but it's enough. <laughs> yeah. It's enough That's to get two more than me. Yeah, yeah, great enough to get the vibe. Alrighty. Uh what else we got? I think I said that. Mo- I reckon. Can we just go straight up and just talk season two, like being ooh, a thing? Ooh, okay. <laughs> okay. Because yeah, it's is this the first one that's been re- no? It's not the first one that's been renewed. Was it Fal- is. Was Falcon renewed? One division and Falcon coming back? I don't think so. Actually, yeah, that makes sense because uh, yeah, yeah, it was the first one. To get I think re- it was more like I. I feel like it was more like. Captain America will return or whatever it was like oh, one, thing, one of them. not like um but maybe that that's more like he's gonna be in a film or something not like there's gonna be a season two nice. I, I think because they did uh, they did announce Captain America 4 like right after that so that's pretty much what it was oh yeah true that's what that that's what happened I forgot about that yeah <laughs> Anthony Matthew will come back in Captain America 4 yeah um <laughs> but yeah so... Yeah, the fact that there's a season two. I, you know what? When I was watching it, I didn't think there would be. Um, I was self-contained expecting it? it. Yeah, yeah, it did actually seem like shit resolved itself. And then, I mean, I guess it's like, oh, what? What's Sylvie gonna do? What's Loki gonna do next? Um, like, look, there's but, there's a lot of things that I guess could um go into a different season, like because <clears throat> yeah. he does end up in a different dimension with a different TVA and a different Mobius. So then. Yeah, that was some, cool. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Like, it took me a second to even realize that when it happened, I'm like, oh. And then they, then they show the statue, and you're like, oh shit. Mm. Oh yeah, that's that's yeah, that's that's cool. the ending I like. That's that's the ending that where it cool. closes a story and then it opens up a oh shit, but mm. more shit's going on. But it was also like. um I still am uncertain what they're going to do next. Like, it just, I, hmm. Like, that was a cool twist, but it just didn't seem, like, different enough in a way to be like. No, it didn't. Not really. What's going to happen next? Like. It seems like it's just. Uh, I feel yeah. like the implications of the ending were more, like, for the MCU. The whole. As a whole. Mm-hmm. Whereas it, they weren't really for, like, Loki, the series. Like, okay, sure, he's going to be with different people. Is he gonna be with them the whole time? And it's just what? Hmm, probably not. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I doubt that. But still, it's just. Uh, hmm. Yeah, it's, sure it seems like it should just lead it to um, quantum mania, and that's it, or um, multiverse of madness, and that's it. Which I'm, I'm keen for. Yeah. Uh, this whole thing around the Spider-Man trailer is fucking me up. I'm, I'm going back and forth between. Uh, the expectations are too high. There's no, I have not there's no seen way. the Spider-Man trailer oh no no the fact that there is one and and all we're talking about is how they kept saying there's gonna be one and then they're and then and then they released the fucking carnage trailer instead (laughs) yeah all of this like yeah i think the this is this a lot of expectation around uh, around no way no way home and yes i'm i'm excited and i'm worried but i'm I'm excited because you know the best the best thing we can do Mm -hmm. going into that film is being like, this is going to be a standard Spider-Man movie. Yep. No time shenanigans. Mm-hmm. And then if the time shenanigans happen, cool. If they don't, just take it for face value. Yep. That's We've... the only thing. Because I enjoyed the other two Spider-Man movies without any of that other stuff. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> but, 
but then again, what do you think is going to happen? Do you, do you do you bet that there will be uh, <laughs> like variants and stuff like that? I and feel like, or do you th- or do you think it's it's not going to happen? Do you think have... this where they smoke this fire or not really? Because mm, they've really introduced the idea of variants, so it makes sense if the three different Spider Men meet. But at the same time, this is Marvel we're talking about. This is this is this is this is um, Disney we're talking about. You know the whole introduce cool idea, but don't go all the way. I can see it. Yes, yeah, WandaVision. Yes, <laughs> I can see it being. They'll establish the whole. Hey, Peter, there's a multiverse. But then the movie itself will just cut to one scene of Andrew Garfield like sitting on a on a porch in a Spider-Man suit, and cut away, and that was it. I can see it because my thing is: oh, are they are they going to be yeah. are they going to be cameos or are they going to be characters? Because if they're only cameos i really wish they wouldn't have told us all of this is happening i guess then again okay oh my god this is turning into spider-man talk now um all all things do (laughs) (laughs) uh the fact that j jonah jameson showed up in Mm -hmm. in um what's it called what was it called no way home no, far, from home. Home, far from home. Far from home. Oh, so confusing. This naming convention. They, they should stop. <laughs> <laughs> they really just just change name 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 things. The, fa- the fact the fact that he showed up and it was you know Thingo. What's his name? You know his name. I forget his name. The actor. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hold up! Hold up! I'll, I'll get it! I'll get it! We, we just call him J. Jonah James so much that like J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons, because his yeah, name yeah, is yeah. very similar to J. Uh, Joe Jonah. <laughs> maybe that's why they, they hired him like hey you're already halfway there you have a j in your name let's go yeah yeah um the fact that he showed up gives me variant vibes it does <laughs> I, can see it. I, can see it. I hope he uh, yeah. i hope he meets his less bald variant <laughs> he just looks mm-hmm. and goes uh then were the days uh <laughs> oh and also I, I saw a thing i hope it's true that um the actor who plays flash once in the movie, to, the movie to start with Flash getting a Spider-Man tattoo when they mention that Spider-Man's Peter Parker, and he's like, "Ah, oh, fuck!" <laughs> and he's got the tattoo on him already. Wait, remember how, what how... does this have to do with anything? No, <laughs> so just like um, that, that um, the actor said he he wanted like the this next Spider-Man movie to start with Flash getting a Spider-Man tattoo. Oh, like Flash, Flash Gordon, Flash Gordon. No, Flash, as in Flash from Spider-Man, the bully. Yeah, isn't that his name? Is that his last name? I don't know. Flash Gordon, the Flash. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. No. Thompson, oh, Flash Thompson. I'm, yeah. Anyways, I know who you're talking about, but you know what? I was thinking of for a second was the Flash, the superhero, and I was like, "What are you talking about?" Like, yes. Uh, how does this have anything <laughs> to do with anything? And then our timelines. Like, oh, yeah, there's, there's the Flash. There's the rival. That's in spider-man and then yeah okay cool yeah you know from the it's first just Spider-Man, a weird name i'm sorry it's a very, yeah. <laughs> uh, look i hope the variant they bring back is flash from the original sam raimi one the one where it's like i, I don't want to fight you flash yeah we want to fight me neither <laughs> yeah the guy the guy who was oh, um uh, paid by the crew to actually punch toby mcguire in the face and he and he uh he chose not to because that would have been career suicide 
What is paid by the crew? They to did punch like him. Toby Maguire. They did like huh? Toby Maguire, so he was um. They put they took him aside and said, "Hey, man, if you actually punch it for real, we'll give you some money." And he's like, "I'm not gonna do that, guys." Oh my god. Yeah, and uh, oh my god. All right, just my quick other part of Spider-Man trivia before we move on is um how um, uh, Toby Maguire didn't like James Franco because uh, James Franco said uh, Toby had frog-like features. <laughs> <laughs> That was the that they had. Oh my god, I don't like Toby McGuire. But I'm sorry. Look, I heard, I heard, I heard. No, no one does. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're both. They're both kind of. They're both sus. They're both sus, especially, especially, especially Franco. So, uh, yeah, it is what it is. I guess he is. Yeah, nah. We don't. We won't go into that. Yeah. All right. Any closing thoughts on Loki? Because I feel like I've I've run out. I've, I've said all I have to say. <laughs> uh, here's here's a thought: Has Loki forgotten he's a fucking frost giant? <laughs> I feel like he has. I forgot. I feel, like, I feel yeah. like all of us have. I feel like at some point the MCU itself forgot. Hey, this guy is not actually. He's, a, he's an orphan. Yeah, this guy is blue. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Hiddleston. I forgot about that. I completely forgot about that. Yeah, and and just... I feel like all the variants. Maybe if one of the variants was like a frost giant, a frost gi- an actual like, frost giant, like Loki in like, a timeline where he wasn't given up, yeah, that would have been cool. But they didn't go with that. They went with alligator Loki. So uh, I, I guess that was cool. Though. I was I did cool. appreciate Fuck alligator yeah. Loki. Love alligator. Um, but I didn't oh, yeah. like that Loki episode that much, honestly. And I thought I would. It just fell flat. It was just. Oh, it had boy. different things going. Look, I think for me. <laughs> specifically seeing all the variants I, that had to happen that was an inevitability cool mm. i just feel like they didn't have as much chemistry as you'd expect five loki variants to have even if one of them is a fucking they, they alligator yeah they really didn't capitalize on that like it yeah. was just like it's you could put the benny hill music over that fight scene <laughs> i guess <laughs> <laughs> like that would have been more interesting. Yeah. Um there were a couple of like little <laughs> Easter eggs in there that were interesting, like the like the Thanos copter. Did you see it? No. In the background there was a a little yellow helicopter with Thanos written on it, which is a throwback to like this old ass comic where Thanos just like terrorizes a city from a helicopter, like a tiny yellow helicopter. And then at That's the end fun. of it he gets arrested by regular ass police. <laughs> <laughs> comments or something man i I like i like things like that where if you look into it and you go wow that's fucking stupid um then there was frog thor oh yeah that was the little jar i still i didn't properly concentrate on that when i when it happened but yeah the episode itself i like the idea of it but i do understand i do get you when you're like it didn't it felt like that should have been the coolest episode but really it wasn't it was the precursor to the coolest episode which is the next one yeah. Hey, it, it, brought, it, it, it wasn't it, interesting. It just wasn't interesting. I classic, don't know. classic, I classic. Loki dying was like, oh, that sucks. Also, does is Kid Loki just a dick? Did Kid Loki just look back and see classic Loki go, "Hey, I'm gonna go help out," and he's like, "I'm gonna sit this one out." <laughs> <laughs> I guess I did like it. It was that was interesting, but he killed Thor. That was fun. Um, have moment. you heard the Have you heard the theory that? Oh, um, that I um, remember at some point, and I think the first Thor, when when Thor mentions that Loki turned into a snake when they're children and tried to bite him. 
That no, this... that, that's definitely from the that's from Ragnarok. I'm oh, is it Ragnarok? Sure. Okay, cool. That's so, a Ragnarok thing. So yeah, so yeah, the theory was that this this kid Loki is the one who turned into a snake and actually bit him and he died. Yeah. <laughs> like I think the fun of half the fun of half of this is the theories, even if they're not right. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that would have been cool if, but it doesn't matter to me if it's not. It's just fun to think about. Which is, I think, the whole mm. idea of Loki is that introducing the idea of multiverses is, is that. Now you have all of these sort of things, these what if situations. I think that's why, to me, it makes sense. What if situations, you say? (laughs) It makes sense that what if is happening next? Because if you open the multiverse, why wouldn't they be one with Agent, where um, Peggy Carter is Captain Britain, or or um, or Terrence Howard comes back as Rhodey? That's not a thing. (laughs) That would just be funny. Uh, That would be great. That would be great. I want him to show up in like a clip, like the last. Um, this is the last dance that documentary, where um, mm. you just be sitting there going, "I fit the criteria. <laughs> I just wasn't chosen." <laughs> that will be amazing. But yeah, um, I can see why that episode was kind of on the air eh side. I enjoyed it, but also I enjoyed it more for face value in terms of ha ha alligator, and that's kind of as far as that went. I know, but the alligator like got. Three moments. <laughs> hey, look, the alligator's there for memes and merch. That's pretty much it. This movie, this show had lots of memes, and I'm glad the memes were fun. I just had to, I, mm. I just had to fucking dodge them if I missed the episode for a day because I knew if I didn't, I would have just gotten it ruined for me. Yeah, yeah. But ov- overall, I'd say, well, if if you could, I know we've, I don't think we've done ratings before. If you could give it a rating. How many? Oh, how many variants God. out of ten <laughs> would oh. you give it? I'd give I'm, it. I'm sitting at a six point five. I'm Ooh. sitting at a, a six point five overall. Even though for me the very last episode was damn near like an eight. I'd give it a six. Oh, point five. I'd give it a six. Point five. To me, that means it's okay. Yeah, uh, that's a big difference. I just I feel like you I the vibe I'm getting is that you feel slightly more positive about the show yes, than I do. Yes, I do. And I I feel like I, only through talking it out have I discovered how I truly feel about Loki. <laughs> it's not okay. great. Okay. Look uh, also this is their first um I guess three this is the third attempt at a actual MCU show, because of course we're not gonna count any of the Netflix shit, that was that's different stuff. That's it's different. That's not different. even the same company. Exactly. So this is them doing TV, which I don't think they've done before. And you know, that's gonna take a bit of time for things to have cohesion. Also, the same way that the beginning of the MCU had no cohesion really. This is probably not gonna for a little bit, they're not gonna hit their stride. Cause also these are movie actors. These are movie actors doing TV now. Which I know you can argue there isn't a difference, but there kind of is a difference because acting for movies is very, it's kind of slow. You kind of have a lot of breath, like breathing room in between talking and what's happening. Whereas TV is very, it's happening, shit's happening right now, all the time. And that's, you know, a bit of a, it's very different pacing to a movie. Unlike, you know, you know. I think that's what also is working against the MCU sometimes. They're working with TV pacing. And, you know, you can argue they've they've hired TV writers and stuff like that. So really, it shouldn't be too hard. But it is definitely still, it's still a work in progress. 
And I think that's why I'm curious and keen to see where mm. things go. Because imagine if after this, like, the next Guardians movie is phenomenal. If Thor Love and Thunder is phenomenal. If, if Quantumania is, like, better than Ant-Man 1 kind of thing, then, you know, it seems like all of this would be worth it to get to that point. But we'll see. I, I'm not sure if it'll be worth it. We'll see. I, I still think, I, it's like, why do it if it's not good? That's is my thinking. <laughs> and also they're doing, they're doing all of this with the usual disney problems of hey you can't do this but you can do this don't do that and it's gonna also it's not like if vince gilligan <laughs> was was running this show he'd be like bro i will i will give you the greatest shit you've ever seen but uh... look pa- papa feige only has so much control he only has so much power. uh Please save us, Papa Foggy. <laughs> no, 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 the no, only no, one who can so. at this point. He's the only one. Yeah, yeah. But hey, yeah. we've we've given the rating, and uh, if you if you if you catch this on a on Apple Podcasts or whatever the fuck the app is called, I don't know. Uh, tell us what you think. Spotify. Oh, okay. You can't do that on Spotify. You can do that on Apple Podcasts. You are correct with the names. It's uh, anyway. Yeah, straightforward. Yeah, but I'd like to know what people thought because I know this is very, um, for some people, it's like the best thing they've seen so far. For some people, they're like, hey, I enjoyed it. And some people are like, mm, maybe not. I like to hear everything because mm. that's that's the cool thing about this. We, we just have a chat. We uh, we call each other names and uh, we go to sleep sad. Yeah, that's that's beautiful. <laughs> that uh, is the way. I really, I really love that wrap up. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the bounce off. We call each other names, go to bed sad, and start to try again tomorrow. <laughs> yes, the cycle continues. Alrighty. All right. Thank uh, guys. Thank you for coming back. If you if you came back and hello to anyone new. Uh we're hoping to do this a bit more. And Dan, give us give us give us the socials spiel, please. Uh you can follow us on Instagram at the bounce off and mm-hmm. on Twitter at the bounce off pod. Mm. Um, and uh, that's it. That's, that's what I'm going <laughs> to give you guys today. Um, just reach out, let us know you exist. Um, that, that'd be great. Uh, <laughs> we, we, we like, we like knowing you exist. We're very enthused by your existence. Please, please tell us that'd be yeah. great. All righty. So this is the bounce off signing off signing off.